asshole. Okay. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. It's one word. Oh, it is? Okay. Uh, me- <clears throat> All right. Mirepoix. M-I-R-P-U-A. <laughs> I think this should be a recurring thing where Joel <laughs> takes to spell it. Mirepoix. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Welcome back to That Reload Podcast. I'm your host, Joel. Sitting across from me is the resident cook, Jeremy, the Kitchen Whitelaw. Meh. Across from him is our pit master and producer, Mr. Matt Farr. Levels, levels. And last but not least, the sweet and sassy, sometimes salty, Miss Stacy. Hey, guys. Guys, we got an excellent episode for y'all. We're going to be talking about wings. We're going to call this a wing variety show, but I don't know. We're going to be going over four to five different crazy ass wing recipes and we're gonna go start to finish on those jazz and we got some really awesome guests that all of you know on social media but before that we're gonna do what we always do we're gonna catch up so guys how how has everyone <laughs> been fantastic huh what about y'all <laughs> i'm having trouble sitting right now my bum, my bum bone. Oh really. my God, Stacy, save that for the bedroom. Good <laughs> grief. I will tell you what. So our Peloton came in and, you know, we ordered it back in November. I'm super excited to get it. Um, I've done four rides so far. Yeah, um, I've done two. How, how long have you had it and done four rides in? Just for reference. Uh, four days. Oh, so you did a ride every day? Yeah, yeah. Actually, nice. one. I did one ride. Well, I haven't done one today yet. Today would be our, my fifth. Um, but mm-hmm. one day I did two, two rides on it. Um, and I, I love it, but it's like my butt bone literally like it is so <laughs> hard to get on that bike seat now, which of course, like I talked to Will about it and, you know, a couple of the other guys in the, in the group. And they said, you know, I think after time, it just like kind of numbs the nerves in there or something, but I'm having trouble sitting. Yeah. So oh. I did my, I did my first ride and I haven't had the bum problem like Stacy has yet. And I've got cushion i don't understand why it's it hurts so much it's a hard seat i don't know what isn't a peloton just like a fancy spin bike right yeah dude it's so freaking sh- butter shouldn't you be like stand, standing up for quite a bit of the ride or no so there's more to it than that man there's like in the saddle and out of the saddle and so yeah I'm, I'm trying to pace myself usually when i start working out i go like balls to the wall and i know that i can't do that right now so um, I've been doing some of the beginner classes and a lot of those are in the saddle. So you're just sitting mm-hmm. for those rides instead yeah. of getting up yeah. and, and doing all that. So that's where I'm at right now. But there's also other workouts and stuff. You can do yoga and resistance training and uh, weightlifting. So. so this mother comes with special shoes that has a, a clip on the bottom. Like you would snap, Clip-ins, yeah. Yeah, like you would snap into a, a, a ski binding or a snowboard or something. And, and uh, that was a little bit of a challenge for us figuring that jazz out at first. But once we got snapped in, um, I took the first class and it was good. I got my, you know, it was a little workout and stuff like that. No big deal. But she, I uh, go up there yesterday and she goes, try this. This is all beginner, like introductory shit. Okay. Kind of teaches you like the screen that you're looking at. Cause there's all these different numbers that you stay within and resistance and cadence. And so, so it's like left foot, right foot, right foot. I wish it was that yeah. easy. <laughs> so uh, kiss my ass, but no, they, uh, uh, so I get on this, this, this dude, Alex on the, on the thing. 
and he's intense. But this is his beginner class, and I was screaming. I was, you know, like grunting and sweating, dripping all off me, and I'm spitting everywhere. I mean, this was a beginner class, and I thought I was going to fall off the damn bike. But they kind of give you a range. So they'll say like, okay, your cadence is how fast you're, you're pedaling. So it'll say like, keep your cadence between like 80 and 95. So you've got a range there. And then like your resistance is how, you know, tight the wheel is. And yeah. it'll say like, keep it at like 40 to 50. So Joel, each time, if it says like, 80 to 95, he's at a solid 95, 100. Well, and then if the resistance is like 40 to 50, you're at 50. So he's pushing himself to the absolute max. I'm pushing myself because there's a leaderboard to the right. You see all the people that are taking the damn class and you see mm-hmm. your position in the class. Uh, and the, the harder you go, so competitive. the more you move up. And I, and I can't stand seeing the first class I did, I got second place. But this, this second one, I guess a lot of people were taking it. I ended up getting like 2,400. <laughs> or something now do you guys have like separate profiles yeah. so yeah. you can do like your own classes and stuff that they, they, they let you do that mm-hmm. yeah and you earn badges for like consecutive days that you work out oh, cool. or how much output you have and stuff like that so it's 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 really motivating in that that aspect it's almost like a video game that you are like being athletic with have you guys done like um regular spin classes at the gym before and stuff never, yeah. never. I've never you have Stacey yeah. like how would you compare it to that because I've done like spin before but like would you say it's like better or worse like it's just so much more fun it's yeah. it's, it's a lot more fun um the, the I will say the bike is like a freaking Cadillac like an absolute Cadillac from anything that yeah. I've ever ridden before you know I've worked with a personal trainer before with a spin bike and it's it's so smooth it's so nice um and the resistance on it it's it's almost like I can't explain it it's Fair, just it's, it's, it's beautiful it's very fine tuned. I mean, like the tiniest adjustment, you know, you can feel it. And what's cool is you can pair your Apple Music or your Spotify to your account. And so as they're playing music, you can heart, if you like the song, it says it on the screen, you can heart it and it goes to your Spotify playlist. Oh, cool. Now, um, can you do programs like you wouldn't spin class where like the bike uh, like automatically adjust like oh we're going up a hill now and the resistance goes up oh we're going downhill now and like all that sort of stuff you got no it. you have to do the resistance yourself but it's not mm-hmm. like a tightening type knob like you just twist yeah. the knob and it goes ding, ding, ding. yeah the, do- so, okay. the knob doesn't give you resistance but what it the action the knob does yeah kind of like i've done like the spin classes before where they have like the big projector screen in front of you and like you're watching the mountains go by and it's like all right we're going up the mountain now and the bike's like the the the, uh instructor controls it and like the bikes get harder and they get lighter and like it's like it's like me on a real ride and stuff so cool thing about this thing too is you can stream your it's got a big screen on the bike which it turns 180 degrees either direction Mm -hmm. but you can actually stream your screen like like to a TV. So if you want to get off and do the weight exercises or the yoga Mm -hmm. or any of that shit, um, you can do it off the bike and not be staring up at the bike. Now I can't, I can't speak for, you know, that question that you said about like, does it automatically adjust your resistance? Actually, Mm -hmm. I don't know that because, you know, like I said, I'm four days in on this. Um, Yeah. They do have, so they have like programs you can do like week to week. I would imagine it would. They have classes and then they have like freestyle or like one day I did just a quick 10 minute one because the boys wanted to see like what it looked like. So you could pick like all these different cities or areas. And I ran through or I biked through San Francisco or something like that. And, and you got to like watch it on the screen, like go by yeah, as you're doing it. You just, yeah, yeah there's like yeah. people and stuff and it's scenic or you can like bike through, you know, Australia or something like that. There's like all these different scenic routes. And um, I don't know if it adjusts on the resistance on its own. I do know that I hit a hill. Mm-hmm. And I was adjusting it myself. 
So, so I okay. don't, I don't know if there's other, I mean, there's the, the tech and the, the it's pref, pre- the, yeah. the program is absolutely huge. The library of workouts that mm-hmm. there's so many things that I probably don't know about yet. Yeah, so let's look. Um, and one last thing and then we're going to move on off the Peloton. <laughs> it's just not the uh, uh, exercise podcast, but, um, so going with my competitive nature, uh, we belong to a group. Matt, you're in the group now. This the, the Grill and Pilo Squad, and uh, <laughs> Pilo. <laughs> but uh, so <laughs> the Grill and Pedo Squad. <laughs> Grillin- ah, yes. No, yeah. um, no. Wait, before we got to get off this, we have to get into Matt getting one of these. Well, hang on, I'm Did not you- getting off yet. We'll, we'll, we will transition to that. Um, That's what she said. But going with my, I'm not getting off yet. <laughs> <laughs> going with my God bless America. Let me get it out. <laughs> That's what he my, said. Co- my competitive nature. Uh, <laughs> cooking with Swiss, Chris. He's part of the group too, and me and him start talking shit to each other, and decide we're gonna keep each other accountable. And we got a we're gonna do a thirty day bet um, every month. We got a thirty day bet, and whoever has the whoever works out not the most is it, it's at least twenty minutes for thirty a day for thirty days, and you have to. But you can't double, you can't stack on top of it. it so you can't do two 20 minute workouts and it count for two days. Just tw- you know, as, as long as you get 20 minutes in a day, you've, you've accomplished your goal. But if you miss a day, whoever, ha- whoever misses the most days has to buy the other guy a hundred dollar bottle of bourbon. Oh, so. I mean, that's, that's motivating. That's good. I missed something like it- to work for. If you both hit thirty days, then it's then it's rolls even. Over. You go to the next month. Rolls over till some, yeah. till one of us screws up. Nice. Like the bottles roll over. So if you do it for six months, no, and no. misses a day, you <laughs> no. own like six bottles. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. He, he wanted to do it with the whole damn group, but I'm like Swiss. That's a lot of bottles, bro. <laughs> you know, I can't be doing that for everybody. <laughs> but like you and Swiss are so like bourbon and meat motivated. I know, like in the uh, fantasy football, you Swiss guys were like just gambling motivated, gambling in meats general. and stuff like that. He so. just wants. Something on the line when whenever he's doing anything. Hey, I'm eating, just this, I'm eating spaghetti. I bet I can eat the spaghetti faster than you. Want to bet a hundred dollars on it? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's gonna right, get now, you. It's gonna back, get you on that bike every day. Yeah. All right. Now, now back to this. Uh, Matt drops a, a a picture in the group chat the other day, or Stacy did it. Where Matt, you got your own Peloton now? Well. I ordered one. I think it's like a 10 week uh, lead time on them. It's not going to be here till sometime in mid March at this point, but yeah, it's something I've been thinking about for a while anyway. And then when you guys hopped on and then now there's like this whole social aspect to it where this group on Instagram is all doing it together. So I used to actually something we haven't talked about before, but I used to have a road bike and I would go road biking with friends. So you guys are talking about like Mm -hmm. the clips where you've got to clip into the uh, pedals. Imagine when you're riding a road bike and you're clipped into it and you've got to stop at like a red light or at a stop sign, get unclipped before you fall over. So I've oh, no. definitely had my fair share of fallovers. Sounds but. terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so the Peloton's a little bit appealing in that way, in that whenever you stop, you're not going to just fall over. But yeah. I was I was pretty excited to to hop on the bandwagon, I guess. So I'm looking forward to it coming in. It's gonna be. Fun, yeah, right? I was like checking my email, and it says you have a new follower on Peloton. I'm like, sweet. Yep. And I click it, and it's Matt's mug on there. And I'm <laughs> anyways. So anyways, but actually, I, I did. I did have a little birdie that said, who is this? Huh? And it was, it was Will. 
Will, ah. Will said that he had he had seen that he had a new follower too. So ah nice. uh, yeah. So then of course I was like, oh, oh, he better have followed me too. And sure enough, he did. So you're a good I went, friend. I messaged Will. In, I like I hit order and then I messaged Will like within 15 seconds and I was I sent him a screenshot of my order confirmation. And I was like, Will, this is your fault. I just want you to know that. <laughs> well, we were talking about you in the group. I said I said if you guys have listened to the podcast, let's get on Matt to get one of these. So I'm. I'm stoked. It's going to be awesome. So, um, I mean, I guess we're just going to talk healthy things before we get into wings. But, uh, Jeremy, we need an update on the carnivore diet. Yeah. Uh, going great. A little over three weeks in now, down 15 pounds since January 1st. Dang, uh, good boy. Feeling, yeah, feeling fantastic. Um, <coughs> all the issues you have early on, the bathroom, that sort of stuff, have kind of gone away. I'm just back to a regular schedule, just eating about 1,000 to 1,500 calories a day and feeling great. Hell yeah, man. I think what everybody wants to know is what is the first thing you are excited to eat outside of the diet? So for me, it's probably going to be a pizza. Um, I've already talked to my wife about it. We've already have our order planned. It's queued up <laughs> online. I just got to hit the button. Uh, no, uh, I was like, I want really good pizza when we get off this. So we'll probably order like some mellow mushroom or something. Like uh, a, that's a screaming uh, Sicilian. Yeah, no, not a screaming pizza. Yeah, Totino's party pizza. That's right. Yeah, one of the uh, one of the DiGiorno croissant crusts. Exactly. Crusts. Yeah. <laughs> mm. No, we'll probably do that. And like, I've already started like planning, like you know, because to not fall off this is like the big thing. I can lose twenty pounds this month and gain twenty pounds next month, and like that's not what I want. Yeah. So I've already started planning out like my February goals, like what I want to see out of my diet, how I want to plan things out and stuff. Uh, to really move forward with my goals for the year. And so that, that's that been fun. So looking forward to having uh, my first cheat meal this year and then uh, moving on from there. Just buy a damn Peloton. Jump on board with us. I actually did buy some exercise equipment. Oh, um, look at you. The exact opposite of what you guys are doing because I don't give a shit about riding a bike. Um, <laughs> I went on Craigslist and found some college kid who had no idea what he had and... I bought like 500 pounds worth of free weights and a bench and all sort of stuff and set up a little gym in the garage so I can uh, get back into lifting. Um, I used to lift back in high school. Sweet gains, and, bro. In my, sweet gains, bro. <laughs> and uh, back in my earlier days, uh, I've had some injuries and stuff. So I got kind of kind of cool it for the beginning. But, you know, just uh, that's something I enjoy doing. So I will actually be uh, pursuing it. I don't think any of us are surprised to hear that you went through a weightlifting bodybuilding <laughs> stage earlier in your life. No. You probably Chapter worked 12. for the gym, Chapter right? 12, Olympic weightlifting. How I managed. I, I was office manager of a sports therapy clinic oh my gosh. Where, where I was a state certified trainer <laughs> so that we course. could work with after school youth um, and help them uh, pursue their <sighs> uh, athletic goals. And of course, like played in high school and stuff and everything. And like even living here in Tennessee, I, I, I've done weightlifting before here. And um, I just hurt my shoulder really bad one time, had to quit and then just never picked it back up again. Um, but yeah, looking forward to getting back into that. I'm looking forward From to reading that chapter and somehow I manage someday. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a New York Times bestseller. Yeah. From bench yeah. to French. <laughs> how, how I took my gains from the gym to the kitchen. Yeah, that's right. I, I was hoping you get a better G word in there. Sweet right. grains, bro. Well, let's, let's go. Uh, let's get off this health kick and let's jump into some bourbon. Some Matt, 
don't bust our balls and ovaries too hard, but how's Dram January going, man? <laughs> it's good. It's good, even though it feels like sometimes I'm the only one still doing it. But uh, Really? Because I'm getting all the... Te- I mean, I'm getting the... Uh, oh, you're busting my balls. Okay. I see what you yeah, did there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. no, there's a pretty good crew of, of folks that are still posting uh, pretty much daily. So uh, the Dram fam, as I've started to call them. Uh, yeah, it's going good. I, I've started admittedly pouring smaller pours just because we're... At this point, I think like 24 days into it, not to yeah. date, the po- date the podcast or anything, but yeah, I think I've done 24 pours in a row. So last night I did the Jack Daniels single barrel barrel proof, which was the highest mm-hmm. proofer that I've had so far. And I think I put, I was like, I've never experienced anything so full of flavor that was also going to melt my esophagus before I got through with the drink. <laughs> like it is so high, uh, so such a high proofer, but uh, super delicious. But Yeah. Did you put any water? Did you put any water in it? No, no. I've been doing everything neat. That's sort of one of the things I wanted to do was just neat all month long. Uh, but I've got enough of it. You know, I ended up. I don't know if you saw the picture or not, but I can only find the 375 milliliter version. So it's a stumpy little guy, but. Uh, I've got enough of it where after this month, I'll go back and try to revisit. Cause there's some other ones that I've had that were pretty high proof too, like the 1792 full proof. I want to go, go revisit that one with some water in it too, but that'll be for another time. I tell you, man, that JD is one of the, it's one, it's, it's top five for me, hands down. It's one, exceptional. The, but not Jack Daniels, general. You know, the Jack Daniels barrel single, proof, single barrel, barrel proof, mm-hmm. hands down, uh, top five bourbon for me. Yep. When I was down in Florida for Christmas, I grabbed three bottles of that, uh, two for Joel and one for me, because I tried that at Joel's house and I was like, I have to have a bottle of this in my collection. It's a, it's a fantastic whiskey. Do we Wait know- a minute. Two for Joel? Yeah. 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 For me. Not one for you. for you. One for me. Yeah. You can't do it. You're a girl. T- technically, <laughs> Stacy paid for all of them, so they're all, they're all Stacy's. <laughs> With your money, we all know who wears the pants in that family. That is correct. Now, um, uh, shit, forgot what I was going to say. I don't know. It's good that I, you know. I've always heard uh, Jack Daniels. People call it a call it a banana bomb. Call it a banana bomb. Mm-hmm. I'll get it out eventually. And I was telling uh, while you were off using the facilities earlier, I was telling uh, Stacy and Jeremy <laughs> that this one like is the first time I've really been like hit in the face with that banana flavor. So I don't know if you guys have gotten that whenever you. Uh, <laughs> the visual whenever you I get from it. that. But, the uh, visual I get from Maggot slapped in the face with a schlong. <laughs> <laughs> while Joel was off uh, dropping other bombs. Yeah. So <laughs> next time you try it, think banana. Banana runt while you're drinking it, and I think that that'll really come through. For I'm gonna you. I'm gonna try to think that I get I'll, I'll try to visualize that. But when I was drinking it, I got tons of vanilla frosting. That's what I was getting. Yeah, it's just insanely sweet, one way or the other. Pudding. It's it's a it's a it's rich. It's it's like a really sweet, rich bourbon. It's crazy. Yep. So we should sneak it in on a future porn on the podcast and see how it stacks up against some other stuff. I like that. So, mm-hmm. um. Showrunner, do we want to talk about uh, some a couple of wings now, or do you want to jump into the next segment? Yeah, no. So since you know we're going to be diving deep into some really exquisite uh, wing creations and stuff, we've got some amazing guests coming on. Yeah, um, awesome. Guys that you got people that you guys know off Instagram. I'm so excited to talk to them today. Um, but first, you know, I kind of wanted to give a background. We got the Super Bowl coming up. Yep. Uh, big game day. So 
wings. Wings are a definite thing that you want to have at your party. Anytime. Whether you're having a party or you're just sitting in your house mm, or yourselves. We love wings <laughs> so much. So let's talk a couple basics. I've got a preface to say that we are professionals at this. That's we are right. winners. We are professional pros. We have a, I am staring right now at this giant wooden trophy on our wall from the big Kahuna <laughs> Wing Wood. Festival. Yes. No, and it says champion on it because yeah. we're badass champions and uh, you should listen to what the hell we say. That's right. <laughs> so one, two, two things that people think of wings. Um, I think when, if, especially as people that are doing some crazy kind of wings, like we're going to be talking about today, you think but fried buffalo or a, a grilled dry rub. And the one that we won the, uh, our, our trophy with was, I guess it would be a charcoal grilled dry rub wing. Yep. You know, and mm -hmm. that was uh, no sauce, no marinade, no brine, none of that jazz. We just made sure the wings were dry, seasoned them up good, and then we put them on what we were using was a pit barrel, um, charcoal cooker slash smoker, and... We uh, heated that sucker up to about 400 degrees, 450, somewhere in there, right, Jeremy? Not 275. About know. 450, yeah. Okay, about 450. Yeah, so with the lid completely on, it, the, the, the pit barrel runs about 275. Now, we would crack the no, lid a little no, bit. No, with the lid on, the rods in, and the lower flange closed mostly, then it'll run at 275. 275. We open up the bottom uh, vent completely, take the rods out completely and then crack that top lid For and that sucker flow. will get up to 500 plus pretty easily. Um, in fact, uh, I cooked some wings earlier this week on mine and the first 10 minutes I had it cracked and the rest I had to close the lid completely because it got too hot. I don't want to burn them. Yes. Uh, that sucker will get over 500 very hmm. easily. So it's a little 101 here. Are we going to get into that now? The 101 stuff real quick. Basics? Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, basics with this kind of stuff, especially when you're grilling wings or smoking wings, um, you got to get that internal temperature right. And you're looking for that area of 195 on your flats and about 200 to 205 on your drums. Everybody agree? Sure. Okay. Um, and, and, cooking and that's the misconception because, you know, chicken is safe at 165 degrees. And most people, mm -hmm. you know, like a lot of the Instagrammers will say, make sure you cook it to at least 165, which is true. You know, you want it at that safe temperature, but really you've got to get it 180 plus in order for them to be, you know, moist, fall off the bone, um, good wings. If you look at wings, they're more like a dark meat. They have a lot of connective tissue in there. There's a lot binding them to that bone for such a small piece of meat. So that higher temperature, it's just like in barbecue. You have to get past that higher temperature in order to make that meat relax. It's just like if you're cooking a pork butt or a brisket, you can you can eat a brisket at 140 degrees or whatever. Like It's beef like a steak, but it's going to be tough and chewy because everything has it rendered properly in it. And it's the same thing with chicken wings. You want everything to render. And when you get there, you'll know it because that meat will just be falling off the bone tender. And that's exactly what you want when you hit that 190 to 200 degrees. A absolutely. So that's key. So make sure you get a good internal thermometer. Well, exactly. Mm -hmm. So we, we have a Thermoworks Thermopin and mm -hmm. it's very sensitive. So, you know, you, if you go buy a cheap, you know, uh, internal thermometer, especially one that's got a pretty thick, um, 
Probe. Probe. Thank you. I was going to say rod. <laughs> I can take Either rods. But, uh, but you want something that's got a fine point and that um, you is very sensitive so that you can, because you're not, it's, it's not a big chunk of meat. What are we talking about here? You Gosh. want your rod to be good it's and sensitive? A, what? God bless America, you guys. <laughs> Usually it's me doing this shit. <laughs> but you, you don't, you want something that it's not a big chunk of meat because you're just going to barely put it inside. <laughs> And test the temperature. <laughs> Anyways, just the tip. But um, if you can get, if you get, if you can do that, you can perfect wings on a regular basis. I mean, it's mm-hmm. and one tip as well. If you got a bunch of people that you're going to be cooking for, um, you know, there's the big things: wings and flats. Uh, some people like flats. Some people like like the or drums and flats. Some people like the flats. People like the drums. The drums are going to cook way slower than the flats. Yep. So if you only have one cooker you're cooking on, I suggest that you put all the drums on first, get those done. And then, cause the wings are going to cook at about half the time that the drums will. Yeah. Just give them a 10 minute head start or something. If you want them all done at one time or separate them and cook them, you know? Yeah. Separately. So on my pit barrel there, like, you know, there's, there's hot zones sometimes depending on how the charcoal burns. So I mm-hmm. find that hot zone and that's where I put all the drums and then I lay the flats uh, around the outer edges and the flats tend to, they still get done before the, the drums do. Now to back it up a little bit, you know, I see a lot of people when they're posting about cooking wings, um, they, you know, they say, make sure you dry the wings really, really well. So either dry them with some paper towels or some people stick them in the fridge to kind of dry up. Um, some people use baking, is it baking powder? Yeah, baking powder mm. on the skin to kind of crisp it corn up starch, a little bit. Maybe? So, Yeah, it's cornstarch. Well, we we fry, when we do our fry, we fry with cornstarch, but some people sprinkle, and I think uh, Paula, Queen of the Grill, I think she talks about using um, baking powder on the skin. We'll, we'll get into maybe, that. Maybe, I think it's her. Well, maybe we can hear the, uh, that later. I'd, the, have, to, I'd the, have to look. The big one online, which I've done it before, like Malcolm Reed has the recipe and stuff, and it's, it's the cornstarch. Um, and I've done it before, but I think you're sacrificing the flavor of a rub to get a slightly more crispy wing. And there are other ways to bland. get crispy wings. I, yeah. I, it's making I, it quite bland. I kind of watering um, down the, the seasoning. We've done that before. Well, because if cornstarch is sticking to the whole outside, how are you going to get your rub to stick to it? You kind of got to mix your rub with the cornstarch, toss it all together. And, um, and you if you want to go into rubs real quick, um, Matt has a trick that he let us all onto, and we all use this all the time. Put all your wings into a gallon Ziploc bag, dump all your seasoning in there, seal the bag up and just give it a good shake and shake you and season bed. all your wings without making a huge mess of your kitchen like Joel loves yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, he, he misses out there, but it's, it's a super <laughs> easy way to season your wings. Uh, just dump it in a gallon bag, give it a good shake and you're off to the races. Bro, rabbit hole real quick. <laughs> this video that we cut up last night, we did a recipe for the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait. <laughs> Wait till you see it. We, oh God! We didn't realize it, but the camera angle. So he's got like the crushes. camera angle on the tripod. That's like that. That's like the the level shot of the countertop, and then I was I was like covered free. in seasoning. Yeah, so there's like crumbs. <laughs> <laughs> and so total Joel fashion, but terrible. You think yeah, between so, shots I could have cleaned it up? Nah. So we so nah. what we did is like you know like you said we like put it in the plastic bag and, and kind of shake it around and make sure that the wings are coated really, really well. Um, uh, we use pit barrel. Pit barrel is our favorite way of doing wings. There's mm-hmm. all, also different methods. You can uh, stick it on your grill. You can stick it in your pellet smoker. I know, Jeremy, you've used um, pellet smoker before to cook the wings. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. 
I've can, done pellet smoker. I've done the ceramic grill. I've done live fire. When I was out in Florida, we did a bunch. We, we did a whole huge live fire pellet chicken wings. And you know, it's it's the it's the same concept. You know, get it to uh, X internal temperature, and you know, just cook it till you get there. Now, what about flipping? I flip mine pretty regularly. I mean, like in the pit barrel, I'll flip them every ten minutes. Um, in the ceramic cooker with the heat deflector and in the, um, pellet grill, I don't flip them because those work more like an oven and then a live fire. Um, you yeah. have to be even more vigilant because it's even more of unwieldy thing. So I'm moving the grates back and forth, move, rotating them around over the direct fire, flipping them every, uh, you know, um, I might put, I might put like a, a stopwatch on my, on my watch or something and flip every five minutes or something just to maintain even heat on both sides until it's done. So it just depends on what method you're using. Yeah. And, and of course, only... when you use a deep fryer, you got to flip them every, every two minutes too on a deep fryer. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no but matter. especially yeah. if you're cooking with a rub that has sugar, <laughs> in it. <laughs> you know, if you've got a rub that has sugar in it for one, it's going to stick to the grates. But the biggest thing is if you keep it on one side, the whole time, it's just going to burn up the sugars that are in that rub. So, well, I don't think we've told our super secret competition award-winning national level blend of mm -hmm. rub yet real quick why don't we take a break and when we come back from the break we'll throw that secret rub blend out and maybe a little bit of like how we finish the wings and then we'll give some folks a call how about that let's go All right. Thanks for sticking with us through the break. So right before we went to break, Jeremy, you said that we've got a super secret rub blend that everybody should try out. So you want to give the people what they want and tell them all about that? No, absolutely. We, no, we got, we got to share it. We've no. never shared this before. It's a complete secret. Uh, you're not going to find it on any of our previous podcasts or on a bunch of posts on Instagram. Uh, never before have we revealed this information. So yeah, we have a lot of new listeners that probably yeah. haven't listened back through the back catalog. Count yourself lucky to get this recipe. This li recipe <laughs> literally won uh, first place in Creative Spicy, uh, along with a sauce in the biggest wing festival in all of Tennessee. And it's really simple. It is a six to one ratio of double action to pack and heat. And if you're doing about four pounds of wings, that would equal out to like six tablespoons of double action and one tablespoon of pack and heat. Mm -hmm. Dump that in a bag, dump your wings in there, give it a good shake. And you're off to the races. Yeah. So that in a gallon Ziploc bag, like Jeremy's talking about, that equates to between 25 and 30 wings in that bag. That's separated, not whole wings, yeah. it's separated wings. Depends on if it's the paddles or the drums. So, yeah. Or just use your kitchen scale. <laughs> so, outside of um, grilling and smoking dry rubbed wings, uh, Joel lately has been cooking these fried crispy buffalo wings. And I'm telling you, like, I can't stop thinking of them. They're so freaking good. They're really good. And we talked about them a couple of podcasts ago. Um, and we just want to reiterate it here now. Yeah, so, you guys can cook them at home. So, what I've learned is... Is this, well, is this the mac and cheese wings? Yeah, yeah, the yeah, cheese wings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kiss my ass. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, but now the, uh, so what I learned, I've always fried with flour. I have never 
even thought to fry with any kind of starch, like a uh, cornstarch or potato starch. And um, I have learned that you get much crispier product by doing so. And so we've been frying wings in cornstarch lately, and we've been doing a double fry method where we will brine, first we'll brine the wings in a bowl full of equal parts buttermilk to pickle juice for about half an hour to an hour. And it- It, it kind of helps tenderize the meat a little bit, give it a little bit of flavor. And it gives it that the meat a little bit of that vinegary flavor to it with the pickle juice. Um, and then after that, we, with the, we pull it out. We don't rinse or anything. We go from that directly to the cornstarch, roll it up. Of course, we, in the cornstarch, I might put some salt, some pepper, a little bit of onion powder, garlic, you know, things like that to dress it up. Fully loaded. Yeah. And then, uh, so we'll pull it out and then we'll go to the fryer. And I set the fry oil to 350 to start. And when I put those cold um, wings in there, that's going to knock that temperature down to about 325. And I'll do that for probably four to six minutes, depending on the wings that are in there and how they're looking. And I'm looking to get like kind of a light, light uh, brown color on there, not a golden like finish color. So what I've learned too is if you double fry, you get much crispier wings. Um, and Jeremy, we talked about this and you kind of gave me a description of why that is, like the science, science behind it. But Oh, I, I was just going to ask, do you, after the first fry, do you pull at a certain temperature, like internal temperature, mm -hmm. or are you just looking for some color on them? Like, I'm, what are you looking for? I'm there? just looking at it uh, for the, the breading kind of tacks up on it about six minutes. Well, I'm not, I'm not doing anything internal at that point. I'm just, I'm really literally doing it by time and color of the, of the breading that's on it. Um, mm -hmm. so I'll pull them out and do my batches all of it like that, depending on how many I'm doing. And then I'll come back and I'll fry again for another probably three to four minutes until I get that golden brown. And the flat, when I see the flat starting to float or whatnot or moving around, mm -hmm. then that's telling me that, 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 that they're done. And for the second fry, you get the temperature up to 375. Yes. To give it a little bit more crispy. No, and they, I, they are crispy. I actually bump it to, I bump it to 400 because when even though the wings are not cold, putting them back in the oil is still going to drop that oil temp some. Um, but I'll tell you, those are crispy, crunchy wings, man. And then we make a, a homemade buffalo sauce um, to go with that, which is butter, your favorite hot sauce. And we like Frank's is, a, is one we love to use. Jeremy, I know you like that as well. But we'll doctor it up a little bit with some onion powder, some Worcestershire, and I even throw some packing heat in there. Uh, some white vinegar. And some white vinegar, yeah. Go ahead, buddy. Yeah, yeah, if you guys want to make your own buffalo sauce at home, it's super simple. Get your favorite hot uh, hot sauce. It can be Frank's, Hoff sauce, whatever. We all have a bunch we love, and just do, and just melt, just put half half and half hot sauce and butter in a pan, melt it and whisk it together. And that's basically all, all a Buffalo sauce is. And you guys like to doctor yours up some, add some more flavors to it, but it's really simple to make your own Buffalo sauce at home. Yes. Yeah. We even put Duke's Mayo in the Buffalo sauce as well. And it gives it a real creamy consistency. It's so good. I mean, yeah. it's, it's so basically you would you take your um, wings out and then toss them in that sauce um, you could even do that with the the grilled wings as well. We've we've dry rubbed them and tossed them in the buffalo sauce, and it's just it's it's amazing. So yeah, just one to one buffalo the, sauce to to uh, or hot sauce to butter. How do those uh, homemade fried wings compare to like a Hooters fried wing? Way better, way way better. No, Crunchy, no, sauce is amazing. Yes, I, I, they're better because I made them. But it's the same style. <laughs> but but the but the style um, same is right up there with it. That if. If you when you think of the best Hooters wing you've had, like crunchy wise, crispy, crunchy breading, that's, that's what you're getting. It's got like a really good breading on it. Um, just the, the, really quick. I mean, the scenery. 
That's what I was getting at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Oh, did you go like pick up a shirt for Stacy to wear around the house like, while you're making them so you idea. go home? And then have her serve them to me with yeah. a cold pint. I don't know if you've ever yes. been to the Knoxville Hooters. I mean, that's... <laughs> yeah, that's the truth. Uh, I mean, no offense anybody, but... Um, but yeah, you got you got your own set over here. Um, we made a different wing recipe just really, really quickly before we get to our guests. We made some wings the other day. Joel cooked them on the pit barrel with um, our double action pack and heat mixture. And then... This is the first out of the box. So what we... Just yeah. real quick, I don't, I don't want to overrun you. Everything we've talked about, guys, has been basic style of wings. Things that you're going to get run of the mill just about anywhere when you think of wings... You know, standard buffalo fried buffalo wing to a delicious dry rubbed wing that's been smoked and or grilled. Um, that's your basics. So what Stacey's going to talk about now is something that's like your first, like our first out of the box style um, recipe. Yeah. So make your wings like we already said. And I took four tablespoons of butter and I melted it, chopped up um, maybe like two tablespoons ish of chopped parsley, fresh parsley. Uh, I chopped up um, two cloves of garlic finally, finally chopped that, that up. And then I took a, a block of Parmesan cheese and freshly grated that into the bowl, mixed it all together and tossed our wings in that for a garlic Parmesan. And it was like, does she, does she send you a picture of it? I don't think I have seen yeah, that. I did. I'll have to send you a picture. I did send you a so. picture. Yeah. It's in the chat. So it, uh, you know, I grilled these wings over charcoal with fully loaded on them. And then we mm-hmm. toss them in this mixture. Now I will say this: we went a li- the the fresh, um, chopped garlic. I I think was a little much, which I ne- we never say that, but it gave it was a, a little much on the on the garlic punch in your it mouth. It was like garlic bread wings, but it was they were very 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 tasty. Like I think if I we would we would have taken the garlic back just a touch, it would have it would have been even better. Hell, even the kids dude were smashing on like this tastes like garlic bread. Mur. Yeah, they were mm-hmm. so good. So a garlic a homemade garlic parm. Yeah. I see now. So the picture was there but with no description of what it was. So now, now I know. <laughs> I think I was waiting for a comment and then we moved along on the topics. Yeah. Did you find it? Yeah, I found it. I found it. Looks good. Yeah, I think uh, maybe next time if you were to do the same thing again, uh, roast the garlic and uh, yes. have some roasted garlic with the Parmesan and that'll give you a, um, a much more bodied flavor to well, the garlic. More it rounded. takes the bite out the garlic of the garlic to be when you roast it too. So yeah, that'd be yeah. good. Yeah, it, ha- having it cooked a little bit without, you know, like browning it too much, it was slightly bitter. So like you said, roasting the garlic and putting some of that soft garlic in there with the butter to mm. melt with the fresh Parmesan, mm-hmm. like so easy. Better. But what I'm getting at is with all of these, you, there's so many possibilities of where you can go with your wing flavors, whether it's dry rubbed or sauced or fresh ingredients like the parsley, the cheese and the butter um, and the garlic. So um, we've got some awesome people that are going to hop on here and talk about some of their cool creations as well. Um, is it time? It's time. I think we need to get the man, the myth, the legend in here. So our first guest <laughs> is mr you've been on the podcast before a few a couple of times now you all know him his name is Derek wolf over the fire cooking we're gonna get him on he did a crazy um rendition of, of wings that i have never even heard of so let's, ta- let's get so him on let's, let's talk to him let's get him on <clears throat> we'll call him y'all yep. ready Derek, dude thanks for being on the show man glad Welcome to have back. you have you back bro what's up man 
Hey, how's everybody? Hey, We're good. We're good, dude. So we've been uh, we've been talking all things kind of wing basics on the front end of the show here. Um, gone over, you know, your classic buffalo style to your grill, dry rub, smoke, things like that. But we wanted to have give you a shout and have you on because you did a really crazy ass rendition of some smoked peanut butter and jelly wings here <laughs> lately. And when I I hadn't seen it, and when uh, Stacy told me that that's what you had made. I went and looked at it, and it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. But yeah, uh, Derek, one of my favorite dishes is like a pad thai, which you probably know is like a spicy peanut sauce. So, like when I heard like a peanut sauce, but with like a sweet component to it, I, I was really interested in this one too. And we really wanted to get a whole rundown of this process. So, yeah, tell tell us how well, you tell us how you made it, man. Well, I mean. <clears throat> It started about uh, like two, two and a half years ago. I was, um, I was a I younger was actually, man, and <laughs> I was a younger man. In a village, um, I was climbing the oaks. <laughs> I was out in uh, Ireland, actually, hanging out with some friends, um, and there was a young chef there. Um, he runs a uh, like a pop up restaurant. His name is Jack May, and he made, um, like, he made peanut butter wings uh for us we were just like hanging out as a group and he was this insanely talented young chef and so he made us these peanut butter like almost like satay wings um and i was just like oh my gosh first off peanut Mm. butter like you just think it's like oh this is just something i put on bread you know like this is not anything that really goes with I don't know, chicken wings or meat <laughs> chicken in general. All, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and so I just fell in love with the idea and it popped in my mind. I was like, Oh my gosh, it'd be kind of hilarious if I did like peanut butter and jelly wings one day. And so I wrote it down. I literally have a note on my phone of like probably 150 recipe ideas. Wow. Um, and so I just like wrote it down and, <clears throat> uh, anyway, you know, fast forward, like, two years. Um, uh, I think this was what, just like a week or so ago, I decided, I was like, you know what? It's finally time that I should do the peanut butter and jelly chicken wings. Uh, and so my, my biggest issue with it was the fact that like jelly, like what are, what was I going to do with jelly? I mean, I wasn't going to go and get like Welch's Concord grape. Hey, what the hell's um, wrong with that? <laughs> buddy? Well, it just doesn't, it doesn't go with wings. <laughs> it was going to be too sweet in my opinion. Like yeah. I needed to have something. And so, Some um, tang. Yeah, and so I got um, some jalapeno, uh, some jalapeno jelly actually, um, and it came. I think it was strawberry. I forget. Raspberry. Raspberry. That's right. And um, and I just was like, let's go for it. And so uh, put that in there. Had a little bit of heat. Had the peanut butter. And I mean, it was absolutely delicious. It's it's insane. The only thing. Go ahead. The only caveat I was going to say is, I got done writing this recipe. And I was like, oh my gosh, I think I've created the most ingenious thing in the whole <laughs> world. I was like, I, I am a genius. And I was like, wait a sec. Go on to Google, typed in peanut butter and jelly chicken wings. And there's like 50 <laughs> recipes for peanut butter and jelly chicken wings. And I was like, are you kidding me? I wrote this, posted it. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm a genius. And then I was like, oh, wow. Isn't that just a kick in the dick? (laughs) That happens all the time. (laughs) Good old internet to kick in. (laughs) For real. So anyway. Derek, I'm interested to hear, one, how did you actually cook the wings? And then two, if anybody listening wanted to recreate those at home, how did you make that sauce? Yeah. Okay. So we smoked it first. 
Um, I remember the grill dads, uh, the, they told me that just their favorite thing to do with wings in general was obviously cooking them twice. Um, and so I always, whenever I cook chicken wings, I'll bring them up to 165 and one like whether it's grilling or smoking, um, I usually am never going to fry it immediately, mm-hmm. um, but usually grilling or smoking or baking, I guess. Um, and <clears throat> I'll bring it all the way up to 165 and then I'll pull them off and I'll dump them into like frying oil um, so that I can get that those crispy edges um, and just really like, you know, shrink the skin, get them really, really crispy. And that'll bump it all the way up to like 175 ish, which I think we talked about it on a previous podcast before, but, um, you know, 175 is in my opinion with chicken wings, it's like, that's when it's like falling off the bone. And because it's a darker meat, I mean, it's, it's going to be delicious and still retain a lot of moisture. Um, so <clears throat> that's what I did. Um, and so like, first- I, I want to say this too, with, I like that method you're talking about of getting them up to 165 and then throwing them in a fryer. Cause a lot of times if you're going to do, if you're not breading and you're going to put a wing into fry oil with it seasoned that when it hits that oil, it busts a lot of that seasoning off. And when you're right. cooking it up to 165, that's kind of going to kind of bake some of that seasoning into the, into the meat and onto the chicken wing itself and give it some adhesion before it goes into that, that fry bath. Yeah. Do you guys normally grill and fry or are you guys smoking and frying most of the time? I mean, most of the time when I'm doing wings, man, it's over charcoal um, in a, in a, in a barrel smoker. Um, If I do it in like a pellet smoker uh, aspect of it, I'm going to uh, either fry or grill them after because I never can get the skin rendered the way I want it to be on um, a pellet smoker. So I got to get to that high heat at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, um, talk, yeah, so talk I talk about that sauce. Yeah. So the sauce is, uh, it's just some peanut butter, raspberry, jalapeno jelly. You can also use any jelly. I don't recommend anything that's massively too sweet, but if you like that, then go for it. Um, it's a Thai chili sauce, a little bit of soy sauce, butter, honey, and garlic. Um, it is very similar to, uh, a lot of <clears throat> like Southeastern Asian style food. Um, where you're using like a Thai chili sauce, you're using the soy sauce, um, even in a- adding in like honey uh, and that peanut butter. Um, I mean, you know, Jeremy was bringing up the fact like uh, pad Thai. Um, so delicious. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's the idea. Um, and you put crushed peanuts on the outside when you were done as well? For oh, just get some texture? Yeah, so you can, uh, I, I just got some normal, like, you know, just classically roasted peanuts without any salt or anything on there. I did think it would be kind of fun maybe to do um, a little kick of something else. Uh, like, you can obviously get, like, candied peanuts or mm-hmm. um, something else that maybe even, like, Honey spicy roasted. peanuts. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And so I chopped okay. them up uh, pretty decently, uh, finely minced. Um, and then added some scallions or green onions, whatever you want to call them. Um, and yeah, uh, the only other tip was, is that I, uh, to double down on the PB and J <laughs> idea, I, uh, I fried it in peanut oil. Hey, so, there you uh, go. <laughs> just for you, Matthew. Yeah. Yep. Just for me and five guys. 
Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, you know, like I said earlier, when you were talking, when they were talking about you made peanut butter and jelly wings, I, that's exactly first thing I thought of was legit grape jelly and peanut butter. And it does make me think like, what if you were to render something like that down? Like I, I get peanut butter in more of a sauce form and, and, and do something like that. Do you think it would be nasty as shit? Because at first I thought, well, at first I thought that's nasty as shit. But <laughs> hold on a second, Joel. I could just see you making peanut butter and jelly wings, grabbing like a cooked wing, putting peanut butter on one side and grape jelly on the Fuck other yeah, side, man. and being like, "I'll do it." Hell yeah, guys! Here we go. Look at this awesome creation. Derek Wolf can suck it. <laughs> Poor Joel. I don't think it'd be all that bad, honestly. Like the sweetness on the wings were perfect. I mean. I think a lot of people overestimate the fact, like when I'm, when I traditionally eat wings, I'm obviously going for something else that's a little bit more like spicy. I mean, Buffalo wings are just the classic, even like Piri Piri or like something else that has a little bit of like that heat to it is, is what I'm really going for. But, um, man, I sat down, (laughs) I just started eating these. And I remember, uh, back when I was a little kid, um, my mom used to take me to this Vietnamese restaurant and this, a uh, woman made her own version of like Vietnamese wings and they, I have no idea what was in them. But one thing I do remember is that they were all, ha- they always had an immediate sweetness followed by like this heat that like lasted for four days. Um, <laughs> and so, days. yeah, I loved it. And the heat so down it below. Is me. that where it reminded you? Yeah. Well, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and I loved it because I think that like it, if you could dial those wings in even more, you could probably get some yeah. lasting heat uh, coming off of them with like that initial sweetness. So it's like every time you bite them, take a bite of it, you're like, oh yeah, finally a sm- like something to s- soothe that heat, and then you're like, oh no. crap, here it comes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. The slow burn, baby. Yeah. So I, I did a set a while back where, um, it's a lot simpler than what you did, Derek, but after I cooked my wings, I just tossed them in Mike's hot honey. So it gave it that sweet heat and it was, it was fantastic. Th- those flavor combos are, are really great together. I think the, y'all hit the nail on the head. I think if you're going to have that sweet on the wing, you got to have a little bit of that heat to counteract it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, for me, like I'm not a huge barbecue wing fan, um, you know, I like to have, you know, texture and I like to have heat. Um, yeah. You like heat. Like you won't get anything unless mm-hmm. it has a heat or a vinegar element. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to have something like that. I mean, I'm, I'm more of a dry rub guy, but my mind recently has been changed since making our own homemade Buffalo sauce. I'm starting to get into them sauces a little bit. So got to branch out here once in a while, but Derek, I think you need the nail on the head with that uh, jalapeno jelly, bro. Yeah. Well, and honestly, the other big tip is if I, I'm probably much more like you, in the way that I really like uh, probably more of a traditional dry rub or just something that's classic. Yeah. But these wings, mm-hmm. uh, like a thicker, a thicker level of that sauce really makes a big difference and kind of helped me to branch out into something a little bit more non-traditional. There you go. I love um, it. Yeah. So Derek, before we let you go today and jump to our, uh, our next wing recipe, we have prepared a little bit of rapid fire questions. Are you ready to go, sir? No. Okay. No. <laughs> Too bad. We're going to do it anyway. Don't be so, so excited. <laughs> All right, Derek, real quick. Here we go. Drums or flats? Uh, flats. Smoked or fried? Fried. Dry rub or sauced? Mm, dry rub. Final internal temperature. 
175. Eh. Anyways, last question here. <laughs> Would you try Joel's famous wing recipe? No. It's 225 degrees for 10 minutes for a nice, cool, medium rare. What the? <laughs> Screw you, bro. <laughs> Some of that shit in there. <laughs> I answered no before you even finished the first sentence. Thanks, Derek. So, you, you, had to, you had to hear Joel, and that was a no. <laughs> Derek, thank you for coming on, man. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Derek. Now, Derek, real quick before real quick before you go, uh, you got a book coming out soon, right? I do, yes. I just got a, uh, a tester in today, or yesterday. So. Oh, any, any, any wing recipes in that one? Uh, in it, yes. In the tester book right now, no, it's completely blank. <laughs> um, but <laughs> yeah, I actually have a really fantastic, um, it, it's just grilled, um, but I did a, a sweet adobo uh, grilled chicken wing recipe. Cool. Um, and where can people so, find that book, man? Yeah, so uh, the link on Instagram, um, I'm at Over the Fire Cooking, uh, and you can also find it on uh, my website, overthefirecooking.com, or on Amazon. Uh, yeah. And these, and these uh, are pre orders, is that what this is? Yeah, it is pre order. So it doesn't come out until April 27th. Oh. And it, it's called uh, uh, Food by Fire, right? Food by Fire. By fire, so. Hey, April 27th yeah. is your birthday, so we already pre-ordered, so act surprised hey. when I wrap that up and give it to you for your birthday. <laughs> oh my god, it's Derek's book! I can't believe it! <laughs> Shit. Alright, homie. Thank you for coming on, Thanks buddy. Thanks for coming on. Hey, by the way, too, I saw a whiskey thing the other day in mm. Knoxville that there was a group that had a single barrel E.H. Taylor, and I want to know why I have not gotten mine yet. That's we need my to get ours. Question. <laughs> yeah. yeah, where's so, mine, bro? <laughs> just say, get just on say. it, right? Okay. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I think I texted Jeremy. I was like, "Yo, what's up? Like, why, why is this not here?" I mean, it was a whole shelf of single barrel EH Taylors. N- now, so. now, Derek, you texted me that 17 hours after it dropped, and we both know that that shelf was empty 17 minutes after it came out. <laughs> I there's no proof of that yet. And we don't, and we don't go to that store, that store we do not name. We don't go to, we don't go there. You'll have to listen back to uh, a couple episodes when we do our burp, our Wellers and Pappies episode. Ah, well, there you go. But yeah, so we, so we missed out, so. Shucks. All right. Well, I guess I'll let that go. We'll we'll call that even for missing your first two calls. There you go. All right. (laughs) Thanks, Uh, bud. All right. Thanks, guys. See ya. Thanks, man. Derek Wolf, everybody. <laughs> hey, all right. I, I want to try this. I, I do too. I mean, like, I, I sweet and tangy. When you step outside the box every once in a while, like, I, I don't think that's a wing that I'm going to want to smash all the time. But something as a fun treat would be cool, kind of like the uh, the parms we made. I think it'd be kind of cool to like do your wings normally and then just toss them in the peanut sauce yeah. and then take that jelly and cook it down almost more into a, like a glaze with a, a tangy element, maybe some vinegar or something to give it a little acidic kick and then just drizzle that on as a finisher. That way it's not all the sweet and heat in every single bite. It's like each bite's a little bit different. Yeah. Um, after I did those Mike's hot honey a while back, I was like, man, I want to play with some more glazes. And so after that, I got, um, some apricot preserves and cooked them down and did like an apricot glazed wings and stuff. And it's super Mm. easy to do. All you need are the preserves of whatever you want to use. Um, put it into a little pot with a little bit of water. So there's something there to evaporate 
and just cook it down till you get to a nice consistency, and then just and then you can add seasonings to that if you want to, or your seasoning. Yeah. Well, your your wings are already seasoned; Mm -hmm. they should be well seasoned. So if you feel like you need more seasoning in that um, to enhance those flavors, you can add some more seasoning to it. I think I I did a little bit of foil loaded in mine, and then um, just toss the wings in a bowl in that. You know, Um, it's super easy to make a glaze. Hundred percent. So another rendition of this jelly thing that I saw this Nick Giovanni. Is that who it is? Nick D Giovanni. Nick whatever. Young kid. Uh, he's the one I learned the double fry, meth- double fry method from. And he did a peanut butter jelly. And what he did is he um, fried his wing. Then he put peanut powder, peanut butter powder um, mm. on the wing. And then he rendered down blueberries, raspberries with some sugar mm. and got that into all sauce. got that into a sauce, tossed them in. And so that was his jelly and peanut element. And he put uh, peanut crushed peanuts on top as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. That's great for a little texture on the outside. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I'm kind of like really into this whole. You know, we're branching out. You know, we started with the basics and stuff, but like the toppings, the different textures and toppings, like the finishing, like like what we did with the cheese and the parsley, or you know what Derek did with the crunchy peanuts and (laughs) what we do with the cheese. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, the accidental cheese. (laughs) Yeah, with the cheese. No, I was talking about the garlic parmesan ones, but like, okay. okay. okay, So our next guest that we're going to have on that's going to talk her recipe, she as well added some toppings to make her um, wing creation. Yep. So let's go to a quick break. And when we come back, we'll be talking to Sarah Range from Polygrill 17. What's up? This is Stacy from That Reload Podcast. How are you doing today? Hello, Stacy. Good. How are you? What's Good. up, Sarah? This is Joel. Hey, guys. Hey, this is Jeremy. And Matt. Hello, Jeremy. That was so <laughs> cheesy. Damn it, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, we did not release that at all. Well, 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 well. Yeah, yeah, that's just, right. <laughs> there you go. All right, well, I might like point at Matt hey, and Jeremy like, freaking say something, man. <laughs> so, Sarah, Wait, have you guys... Have you guys done porn yet or not? Just so I know. No. It's, <laughs> Where are you? Okay. We right. have not done porn today. We did some porn Jer- last okay. night. Me and Stacey did. Oh, hey. Oh. <laughs> no, Jeremy is on his carnivore diet, so he um, oh, cannot participate right. in any in any porn, but we okay. are we are definitely going to be doing that soon. Um, so anyways, welcome onto the podcast. You know, for the, you guys Thank that are you. listening, this is Sarah Range at Polygrill17. Um, so you just got back from a very monumental birthday trip, right? Mm, super <laughs> chills. Yeah, yeah. I know. Well, California is just nuts right now, right? We're so locked down. It's ridiculous. And so it was kind of a big birthday for me. And so I said, screw it. We're going to Hawaii. And uh, so it was great. Yeah. Hawaii was wonderful. Got back and now it's back to crazy California. That's awesome. Turning 29. That's great. 29 is the 11th time. Fantastic. Wow. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate that. Oh, so you've got... So you have done... um, uh, uh, some pretty uh, unique wings here as of late. And it, you actually yeah. did a rendition on a wing that's one of my and my wife's favorite things to make when we go camping, um, which is an elote style wing. Like we love doing yeah. you know, spicy corn. Um, yep. So talk to me about that. What, what was like, 
one, what gave you the idea for that? And two, why did you do it? Okay, so I need to give credit where credit's due. Um, so this was for, um, it was for Traeger Game Day. Um, Jeremy, shut it. I don't want to hear it. I'm a Traeger person. Love the Traeger. <laughs> wah, wah, um, wah. Nice to have some friends on the so, show every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Like, Joel is so, literally wearing yeah. a Traeger shirt right now. I mean, <laughs> I big it. orange shirt over it. there. You mean the one that, that says, has the F word and then Traeger? Just kidding. Come on. It says hey, fantastic now. Traeger on it. It does. <laughs> So, sorry, Sarah, and please guys, continue. That's okay. No, that's okay. No, I started it. It's fine. Um, so, anyway, so it's just for game day. I think it was like the first week. So this is back in September. And, you know, I try to be creative all the time, but it doesn't always work. So I think I was in a lull and I asked my followers, I'm like, hey, give me some good ideas, guys. And so I actually got an idea. This idea came from um, Matt at Grill Dad Grills, Girl Dad Grills, which is the cutest name. Um, <laughs> and he was inspired by Paula, Queen of the Grill. So it's kind of a, this is sort of a, an inspiration that's gone, you know, through our whole little community. But I do love elote, and I love making it, and I love mashups. That's kind of my thing. Is I'll take two things I love and mash them up, and this is a perfect idea. Nice. And I had never made it. I had never made it before. Yeah. And so I just said, you know, all right, let's figure it out. And so what, what I kind of do with all my mashups is take the ideas from the original version and adapt them. So. Like for the elote, when I do it, you know, I do a thick, right? You do like the cream cheese and the mayo or the crema, and it becomes kind of a thick spread you put on the corn. Well, it really wouldn't work on the wing, so I adapted it, and I made um, like a lime crema. So I took the same mayo and sour cream, and then I put the lime juice in it to make it thinner and did a drizzle. So those kind of things where I just adapted it, and then the spices, which is the best part about the spicy corn, um, I took those spices and adapted that to the rub of the wings. And then, of course, because I love, you know, that crispy kind of, you need that texture, especially when you're on a pellet grill. If you do it low and slow for a long time, you're just going to end up with rubber. So yeah. um, put some baking powder and the spices in it and then did the wings and the spices, grilled those up. And then my favorite part is grilled the corn. So I did use the corn and I grilled that up and then shucked it off the uh, cob and sprinkled it over the wings. Then you put the drizzle. Then you got the cilantro and the cotilla cheese. And I think I did like tahini over the whole thing, um, which just for color, because I, you know, I do pictures is my thing. So I'm like, how am I going to get color in this? Yeah, they were so some sexy that. wings yeah. for sure. Yeah, right. I know. Yeah. So they turned out really good. And I'm telling you, like, no kidding, those are now my favorite type of wings. And I think after that day, that was like the first week of football season, and I made them. I'm not kidding, probably three times in the next <laughs> week after that. Um, <laughs> You know, Monday Night Football, Thursday Night Football, and I just kept making them because I'm addicted. They're so good. So I, like I recommend them to anybody. So, Sarah, you said that you made those on the on the Traeger, on the pellet grill. Something I've always struggled Correct. with. Anytime I've made wings on a pellet grill, I get that rubbery skin you were talking about. So, can you talk a little yeah. bit about how you were able to pull those off and actually get that crispy skin that makes like a really delicious wing? Absolutely. So, like I said, it starts with the rub. So, the key is baking powder. And it's science but the baking powder, when you mix that in, it... It's, uh, it reacts with the fat and the juices in the chicken, and it breaks down the protein so that you end up getting that fat rendered quicker. And if you let it sit in the fridge, that's the other key. Rub it in with the baking powder and all your spices. Put it in the fridge for as long as possible. Uh, some people say like 12 hours, but I'm definitely not that patient. So, you know, a couple <laughs> hours, an hour. And, uh, but so that makes bubbles, which is weird. And the bubbles create a little help with like right getting it crispy in the end so that's the beginning of it huh. and then when you're doing it and i you know i don't really smoke chicken wings 
um, that's when you try to do low and slow for a long time, I just find that doesn't really work. And, and, uh, so I'm kind of more toward the grilling, right? You got to go to grill it. So I'll do like 375, kind of a mid high for a while. And then every, every time I make chicken, I always crank it at the end. So you can do it, you know, kind of midway. If you want to smoke it, that's fine, but make sure at the end you really crank it, um, to finish it off. And of course the chicken wings, you know, if you stop at 165, it's, you know, you're going to get like, yeah, that's not going to be good either. So I always bring them up 185, 190, that kind of thing. And a girl. So, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. 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 So then, so you got to, that's the thing is that that's the key. So baking powder, let it sit. And then that cranking it really high at the end. That is my kind of my formula for getting perfect weight on the uh, pellet grills. Man, we got science class today. This is a uh, pretty badass. <laughs> I want to make these so badly. Like I'm sitting in a puddle right now. <laughs> And it's Whoa. well, a it's a true what? puddle. Don't, 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 just <laughs> <laughs> a puddle of drool. That yeah. sounded terrible. Yeah. So I, I didn't actually do a recipe. I think I threw up like directions on my Instagram post. I didn't do like a full recipe, but it's really easy. And with you guys, like I was thinking, you could do a mixture. You know, like like a pack and heat and a high caliber or something like that, and do a mixture of your rubs on it would be so good. That sounds you have to do that. That sounds really yeah. good. I want to yeah, see. I want to yeah, see you do yes, it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, so nice, the uh, sure. the the baking powder. That's something that. So I have never been successful um, or satisfied with smoking wings on a pellet grill. Um, and I've yeah. tr- I've tried it like you're talking about, like smoking it, you know, and then cranking it up at the end. And uh-huh. and I get a little bit of char sometimes and whatnot, um, you know, but nothing to the level that I want. But I've never done okay. the baking powder um, aspect. Do you find that the baking powder takes any kind of flavor? Like, you know how when you get like paprika, yep. uh, too much paprika and you get that, you know, uh, bland yep. flavoring. Does, yes. it, does it do any of that to the meat itself? Um, if you use too much, so I've, I've experimented with how much I use and I wish I had like a perfect example, but, um, I would say go less, like start with less. So start with like a teaspoon, depending on, of course, it's all depending on how many wings you do and how much your rub is, but start with less. I feel like some people, I've seen people do it and they put the, the rub ends up being white. There's so much baking powder in it and that you can taste it. You get that kind of like, yeah, like a dry taste. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So I just say start start with like a teaspoon. You know, try it out. It's all about experiment. I wish I had a perfect amount to give you, but um, yeah, that's what I was wanting I to know. Have, like yeah. teaspoon to what ratio of maybe rub. like salt bay it on there, just like a little light sprinkle, just so it can do its work. A little spritz. Mm, there you go. Yeah. Um, you know, I you know I don't I think because I think you need enough, right? Like a sprinkle, but like what if you do the rub and then you sprinkle it on? I don't know. I kind of think maybe mixing it with the rub is the best way to go. All right. Um, but just yeah, start with like a teaspoon, which you're doing. You know, I'm not doing a ton of wings. Maybe like six wings. Do like a teaspoon or like twelve wings, and then see how that how that goes. And the other thing is leaving it in the fridge, kind of uncovered, to let those let it all react. You know, the, the chemical reactions. The longer you do that, try that too. Experiment with that. Maybe you don't love it after an hour, but try it after a few hours. And I think that the baking powder will, as it reacts and kind of gets into the, the meat, it won't be so dry and it, you won't get that flavor so much. There you go. Yeah, Sarah, I've tried the uh, the cornstarch version of that before where you put you mix uh-huh. cornstarch with your rub, put it on the outside. It really dries out the outside of the wings and then you can cook them at 375 and still get like, an insanely crispy wing 
But my issue with that was, is that that cornstarch takes up so much real estate on the wing that you're not getting a ton of seasoning on there. And it really just has, it, it, it's a very crispy wing, but it's a very bland wing at the end. And so that's what I really liked about your elote recipe here is that you're adding so much on afterwards that that initial rub isn't the only thing you need. It's not just a dry rub wing. You have the crema, you have the tahini at the end, you have all those other flavors mm. of grilled corn mm -hmm. to really up those that, that whole flavor profile to where you can focus on making crispy skin in the pellet cooker and then add layers of flavor on afterwards. That's one thing I really liked about your recipe. Exactly. And I've never done the cornstarch thing, um, but yeah, with these wings, and you could add, I mean, if you wanted to add more rub into the crema, let's say, you could do that. Mm -hmm. Or if you wanted to coat your corn with you know, oh, pack and heat yeah. or whatever you want to do, like oh, you yeah. can, you can, yeah. And I'm all about flavors. Like I just love flavor. So this is a perfect way to use, especially all your guys' rubs and put them all on this. And I'm telling you, they, it's like the best game day snack, the best wings ever. I promise. <laughs> yeah. And oddly enough, you know, Joel and I just filmed a recipe last night for our, um, avocado jalapeno crema that we, we use Cr that on Crimoli. our cremoli. 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 Um, we, oh. we used this at, uh, egg fest on our steak tacos with these guys over here um so i think that that as oh. well would would be really good on on like a drizzle yep. on top of these wings hell yeah for sure oh, so, so, so your page yeah. um is like full of the most beautiful food photography pictures i've ever seen in my life so um can you oh, tell hey. everybody how to um uh what what your do you, do you have a website or is it strictly on your instagram page so I, um, I just kind of do what I do on my Instagram page, polygirl17, but I did start another page called Grilltography, Ooh. and I've been slacking on it, but I started it, and it's just a way to give people little tips and tricks about how to get better pictures. Um, you know, I have a quote-unquote fancy camera, and, and uh, I kind of learned photography myself, so that really helps, but I know a lot of people, you know, don't have that, so I just kind of started a page that helps you with, hey, if you have an iPhone, here's how to get better lighting, because really, it's all about lighting, and it's all about how to make your food look good, so. Um, if you want to head over, it's at girltography. I, I love that. We, we, we've talked about that on the podcast, you know, in the past and whatnot and, and different ways to do and different ways to get better qual uh, quality photos and whatnot. And it's, it's, it's cool that you're, you know, a lot of people don't want to give out their tips and tricks because they want to hoard it for yeah, themselves. Yeah, I don't, I know. I don't get that. So. Yeah. So, and you guys take great. And I know you guys, you know, you're like Sony, I think you're Sony people and Mm -hmm. um we are you know jeremy are, yeah. i love i love jeremy i love all your guys and stuff obviously but um but yeah so you guys you guys know the drill but a lot of people they just take with their iphones and it's like you can get good pictures you know with your phones i promise um and it really helps especially because it's instagram right like we all need to get good pictures that's the point of instagram so hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure yeah. Well, yeah. Cool. we need to do a photography episode and have you back on for that one sarah yep anytime oh anytime bourbon Photography, anything you guys want. You let I me know. know. So I'm a big fan. <laughs> big fan of you guys. So, Speaking yeah. of bourbon, what are you drinking right now, Sarah? Oh, well, funny you should ask. Um, it's 830 here uh, in California, <laughs> so it's early. And uh, But, you know, it's, it's 5 o'clock somewhere, so um, I'm drinking a mimosa. But uh, my mimosas, if you guys don't know, the key to good mimosas is to put a little splash of bourbon in them. What? And it just makes them like, Ooh. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So when I drink mimosas, I just put a little splash of bourbon. I think I have bullet in this one because... I buy bullet by the case, but, um, yeah. And it works. Awesome. It's like really good. So yeah, it's my bourbon mimosa. Okay, that's, that's a mimosa. I might actually try. Let's break this down. Oh, so good. no OJ or putting OJ in it. <laughs> um, OJ in it. I think it works well, right? It works well with the bourbon flavors. Yeah. Um, I think it's like a, 
What if like a so two thirds called out to an old fashioned two thirds champagne splash of orange splash of bourbon is that what we're talking about here? Yeah, exactly. A splash splash of orange juice like from an eyedropper. (laughs) 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 So it's champagne and bourbon mix. I'm gonna bring a a a flask of uh, bourbon with me to my next brunch. You know, endless mimosas just got a lot better. (laughs) Hell yeah! You guys seriously. And let me know, and you're welcome. I'm not, I'm not gonna get some yeah. champagne tonight. Well, yeah. I don't know, Sarah. I wish you could see everybody's faces right now. <laughs> That's the greatest thing I've ever like, heard. The biggest shit eating grins on our faces. We're like so excited over this. Oh, New cocktails. You guys made my day. Yes. All right. Well, made my day. Well, Sarah, before you leave, uh, yes. Jeremy's got a little something, something we got planned for you. So, Jeremy, take it away, sir. Sarah, we cannot let you get off the podcast without doing a quick. Wing. Rapid fire question. Are you ready to go? As ready as I'll ever be. Yes. <laughs> Here we go. Drums or flats? Um, drums. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Smoked or fried? Ooh. I'm supposed to say smoked, but like we talked about. So I'm going to go smoke. I'm going smoke. Smoked. Okay. Dry rub yeah. or sauce? Sauce. Final internal temperature? Hmm. One ninety. Okay, okay. <laughs> Would you try Joel's famous wing recipe? Two hundred and twenty-five degrees for ten minutes for a nice, cool, medium rare. <laughs> yes. yes. And then I would stick <laughs> <take> a <laughs> hell forever. She's like, yes, and then I'll cook him for another forty-five minutes. <laughs> Sarah, thank you for so, so much for coming on. <laughs> You're very welcome. Thanks, guys, for having me. I really appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Sarah. We'll, talk to you again soon. we'll talk to you soon. All right, bye guys. Bye. I'm not doing it this time. Do it. You have to. <laughs> I think Sarah's my new favorite person. I, we could have talked to her forever. All right, fine. Uh, Polygrill 117. I want, oh, yeah. I really we want one of those bourbon mimosas and the talk yeah. photography. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> We're doing it. All right. We've already got something scheduled for the for the spring. We're going to have so, to yeah. do that for sure. Check. Sarah, thank you for coming on. Uh, yeah, she's at polygirl17. I don't know. She said that on there. Okay. But yeah, okay. we d- you probably... definitely need to check her out because her page in general, just just the food porn on the page is worth the, the and, business. And the ideas. And then you get the recipes. Yeah. Tons yeah. of ideas. Yeah. Sharing the, the recipes and the tips. So yeah, very cool page to uh, to follow, guys. This the, that wing recipe that she the with the elotes wings is something I would have never thought of. Chicken and corn paired together. Yeah, well, I mean, like we eat that shit all the time, but I mean, like, but just I don't know with the sauce and the and the corn on top of it, and the and, and the and the method and way she that she smoked the wing. Um, I want to try it. I'm I'm intrigued on the. I'm not sold, but I'm intrigued on the baking uh, um, powder uh, method, trying yeah. to get the dry, things to dry out or whatnot. Yeah. So yeah, it makes me want to do like a uh, a salt brine in the fridge. I've done it on like whole chicken before, where you cover it with, with like with like a fine mm-hmm. um, sea salt or a kosher salt. Um, depends on how long you're going to put it in there for. Twelve to twenty four hours in the fridge, uncovered, so the fridge can dry out that skin, and it legitimately makes much crispier skin on that whole chicken because it really dries it out. So I'd be curious to try something like that with. Uh, with, with wings yeah. also in the future. Yeah, we'll give it a shot. And you know, it just like dawned on me like how cruel this is that we're talking about all of these things in front of Jeremy who's still <laughs> on this carnivore diet can't add any of these toppings to it. Like no corn or sauces or... Hey, that, that actually doesn't bother me at all. Like the cool thing about this diet is like you don't really crave stuff. Really? Like 
Because you you eat such like because you're dead inside. I'm, I'm craving enough stuff yeah. for the both no. of us. So <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Yeah. Well, like when when you cut that stuff out, I mean, it's like I want to have pizza because I love pizza, but it's like it's not like I'm craving it and stuff. Like you know, I'm gonna go have a porterhouse and lobster tail for lunch after this. So I mean, it's mm. like you know, you know, whatever. You know, what we're eating after this. Way to stick it to us, Jeremy. <laughs> but a frozen pizza or something. Um. Yeah, I'm glad you think so highly of us, Jeremy. <laughs> Well, you're so down about it. You're like, you know, we're eating after this. We're eating wings. <laughs> wings. We are eating wings. Wing and wings. So cool. Yeah. So speaking of more wing and wings, do we want to go ahead and get into our next guest, or do we want to hit a break? What's uh, up? Let's take an extra break. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to give uh, a Paula a call, right? Yes. Paula at Queen of the Grill. You know, Sarah actually brought her up that she was inspired by uh, Paula's recipe, and. Little did Sarah know, but Paula's our next guest. But so, I am stoked about this next one because this girl. She is a prolific wing cooker. Yes. Crazy creation. is a perfect word for that. So. Yeah. So, um, yeah, let's take a break. When we get back, we're going to have Paula on. Yo. Paula, what's up? It's Joel with That Reload Podcast. Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Well, good. I'm here with the entire crew. We got Stacy, Jeremy, and Matt. Hey, Paula. And we're all su- super excited. Hey, Paula. Hey. Hey, everyone. <laughs> so, nice pa- to meet you all. You too, you too. So you hail from the great country of Canada. I almost said state. <laughs> yes, yes. It's so cold here. It's so cold. Oh. So we've been uh, we've been perusing your page as of late, and that's why we hit you up to have you on because this whole tire, this whole podcast, we've been talking about crazy ass wing recipes, and you are, as Jeremy so well put it, a prolific wing cooker <laughs> or whatnot. I mean, freaking queen of the wings. <laughs> that's right. We're so stoked to hear about all this. Thank you. I appreciate that. I love wings. Well, wait, I, I, that is very I apparent. To come up with you, some, huh? <laughs> I was trying to come up with some crazy recipes, something different with my wings. So, Paula, you were telling us in the chat that you do you try to do like a unique wing recipe every single week. Is that correct? That's correct. So every Wednesday, I do Wing Crush Wednesday, um, and I pretty much have ideas going through my mind as to what I want to create. I try to combine some of my favorite foods and um, basically create wings out of that or combine some of my favorite flavors and just make something crazy out of the ordinary and get people to try it and see what they think. Cause I mean, I love them. So sure. I want to kind of see everybody else's reaction um, based on these crazy recipes. So Paula, you know, so far on this episode, we, we've talked about basic, you know, basic grilled to fried wings, buffalo wings, that kind of stuff. But then we brought in a couple of guests before you and they had peanut butter and jelly wings. And then the next one was a, um, actually was, I think an inspiration from you, um, was Elote's wings. And, um, so talk to me about one of your favorite crazy ass wing recipes and kind of break that down for us. Cause we got a list of them here. That's, that's, that's 
we could go on for days, but I want to hear one of your, like, <laughs> your, your favorite crazy ass wing recipe. Absolutely. Yeah. There's so many, but one of my favorite ones that I've done recently are ramen crusted wings. Um, I love ramen. So one of my favorite flavors is the hot chicken, uh, ramen flavors. So I figured why not try to incorporate that into my chicken wings. So basically what I did with that is I crushed the ramen noodles. Um, and I, I basically marinated the chicken wings in a chili pepper paste and hoisin sauce for about two hours. I like to marinate them for about 24 hours, but if you don't have time, two hours minimum. And um, so I did that, preheated my grill. I usually go about 325 Fahrenheit to 350, depending on on what I'm doing. I wanted to go a little bit lower with these ones just because there was noodles on the wings. And then I dip them in flour, egg, and the crumbled ramen noodles, put them on a baking rack, grill them until they hit about 165. I usually go about 190. I like my wings a little bit on the well-done side. Uh, there you go. And then I just top them with, yeah, I go 190 all the time. We're, um, we're so glad to hear I that. I just top them. <laughs> and then I top them with the ramen sauce that comes in the packet and the flakes there's like another smaller packet that's got like the flakes with um, like the sesame seeds. And I think it's like seaweed strips and that's it. They were incredible. Um, (laughs) I think the sauce really, really made them. They were so crispy and just like the sauce. Oh, they were incredible. I definitely recommend you guys try them. If you like ramen, definitely try these. Not going to lie. That's the most out of the box one that I think I've heard of yet. Um, and it's intriguing. I want to try it, but I am a little nervous about trying it. How did, how did the, uh, um, noodles turn out when you were grilling them? They were, they were crispy. So the wings were on, I think they were on about an hour and a half at 325, close to two hours. Cause I had them going at 325. They were crispy. So they were cooking, um, I was fine. I didn't get sick after eating it. <laughs> they turned out really good. I, I love crispy wings. So anything crispy, right. um, I like a really nice crunch. So I really, really enjoyed it. Um, but definitely try them. Don't be scared. I think all you're missing there is like a good soft boiled egg. And then that would be like the complete package. Like it's yes. chicken ramen yeah, uh, that you can eat off of a stick, it, you know, it's amazing. I love that. Pretty idea. much. That's a really good idea, man. It's a breakfast wings. <laughs> I'm just <Yeah>. kidding. <laughs> Pretty much. Drizzle some egg yolk, do some yolk porn. Mm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. Now, you're, now, you're, now you're talking. So how many wings are you guys, are you like buying, like where do you buy your wings and how many are you buying like a week with, with this um, tradition that you're doing right now? So I buy them in bulk. I go to Costco. So Costco's got like their bulk yeah, yeah. wings. I don't know. There's like 40 in there or something like that. And then I just break them down when I get home and I put them in one of those food saver resealable um, packages. So I break them down in about a dozen or two, depending. And then I just freeze them and keep them in the freezer and pull them out, get them going. So I want to ask you about another recipe. Um, one I had that- a quick question before, yeah. before on, on some of the wings. Um, are you buying them whole at Costco? No, they're they're already split up at Costco. Sometimes if um, if I'm at the grocery store and they've got a sale on the whole wings, I'll grab the whole ones because I like those too. 
Yeah, they look pretty. Um, I like doing those. I feel like, yeah, I was going to say as far as presentation, um, and I find on Instagram too, for some reason, Instagram likes to see whole wings and I get a ton of likes and views on the whole wings. So randomly when I'm at the store, I'm like, oh, they're on sale. I'm going to grab them and make them. There you go. So you got some, uh, uh, I can't wait. I can't think of what I was going to say. <laughs> no, but jump back. You got a, you got a recipe and it's, uh, and this is, I want you, this is just for Jeremy because he hates seeing food stuffed inside other food. And I love it. But you have a, <laughs> a stuffed wing recipe. I want you, I want to see if you can, uh, she does all kinds. Yeah. Like there's pepperoni stuffed one. And I want to see if she can convince, yeah. uh, to talk Big about it, convince Jeremy here. So talk to me about your stuffed wings. <laughs> Okay, so I take some of my favorite foods, like I said. Um, like I, if I if I do go to McDonald's, one of my favorite burgers is a Big Mac. No way. So I yes. did a Big Mac stuffed wings. What? Um, yes, they're so good. You have to try them. I'm telling you, there's nothing wrong with stuffing things into wings. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> so. Um, Basically, I just took ground meat, mixed it up with some shredded cheddar, pickles, onions, all the good stuff that's on a Big Mac, and I stuffed it into the flats and the drumette. So you're basically having to loosen the skin around um, the drumettes or the flats, and you're just going as far down as you can. You don't want to go right to the top because when you're grilling them, some of the stuff might come out and it is incredible. You're just biting into a Big Mac chicken wing. <laughs> do, you, do you get the big? I mean, you, you can't go wrong. So you said that you like to stuff. You've also said previously that you like to finish around 190. So do you find that it's challenging to get that wing temp up where you like it uh, or more challenging whenever you're stuffing compared to not stuffing? Talk, talk a little bit about that. Not really. I, I don't find that it's, that challenging um just because i'm always checking the temperature and a lot of the times i want to see that skin being really really crispy Mm -hmm. so as soon as i see especially like stuffing the wings as soon as i see the skin being a certain texture or as crispy as i want it to be i'll get like my tongue and just like tap the top of the wing just to be like oh it's crispy okay we're done um, so usually I, I kind of gauge the time too. So I know because I do it so much, I know around time wise, how long it's going to take to finish off the wing. So for me, it's not really challenging, I guess I kind of can gauge based on look and time. Perfect. Well, so the, uh, last one I want to talk about here, cause we, like I said, we could go all day on your wing recipes, but, um, and Stacey, if you got another one you want to talk about, let me know. But it's the, the chili cheese wings. That one sounds yeah. divine to me. Are you frying the wing? Are you grilling the wing? Yeah. You smoking the wing? What are you doing with that chili cheese? So I, I just grilled the wings. I seasoned them. Um, one of them I did Cajun and the other ones were Buffalo because yeah. those are basically two of two, some of my favorite flavors of wings. So I smoked the wings. I had some leftover chili and once they were done, um, obviously at 190, because that's my favorite temperature, I just basically lined them up and then in, and they were kind of like side by side, right in um, across from each other. I have OCD, so like drumettes and flats are together. 
And basically, I just put, yeah, I've got the OCD. I mean, I think you can kind of tell by my photos. Um, and then basically, I just did kind of like a river of chili. I put cheese. I had jalapenos, onion. Um, I don't, I didn't put sour cream, but I think I had some on the side. But photo-wise, sour cream doesn't really look great. And they were amazing. So just picking the wing up, it, it kind of caught everything that was just running in the middle, the chili, the cheese, the onions, the jalapenos, and they were really, really good. Um, those were amazing. They've got, they had a lot of feedback as well. Um, I mean, who doesn't like chili and cheese? Damn straight. Chili cheese dogs. Combine it all. Now, now Paula, um, Joel is actually known for his uh, cheesy wings also. Um, I, wa- I want to hear your thoughts on his method. Um, he likes to get like the craft, like squeeze out cheese for like mac and cheese and just squeeze that right into the okay. oil while he's frying his wings. Uh, w- <laughs> would you recommend doing that? Like what? squeezing cheese right into the fry oil? It was a mistake. It's science. It's science and you guys won't I understand. Mean... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'd be scared of that cheese just like like squirting so, back at me and just like uh, burning. I don't know what's burning. I feel like that would burn. Listen. I'm kind of scared. I'd probably wear like goggles and like <laughs> I mean, I'd be, I'm going in with gloves. I'd no, be scared. Paula, listen, there's a little backstory to that. I'd there try was, it, but there, I'd be scared. It was a freaking accident. I was, was had my mind somewhere else. was supposed to be making mac and cheese, and then I emptied the cheese into the fry oil instead of the mac and cheese pot, so... <laughs> But so, Joel, have you seen Paula actually does a mac and cheese stuffed wing? I know. I saw that. No, I didn't see that. Yeah. I thought that was our original idea based on your uh, accident. But that actually the picture of it looks awesome. I would I would eat that right now. So when you when it's mac mac and cheese stuffed, are you stuffing with (laughs) just the cheese, not the noodle, right? No, the noodle. The The noodle's there, too. The noodles and everything, yeah. Noodles and everything. Noodles and everything. It's all going in there. It's mac and cheese. I had some leftover um, because also mac and cheese is one of my favorites. So I had some leftover and I said, hey, let me try to stuff a wing with this. Um, but you you have to... <laughs> you have to do it when, when the mac and cheese is cold, so it has to be refrigerated. It's easier to stuff the wing that way. But they were incredible, incredible. You're a freaking mad you. scientist. That's what she you She also are. did a spinach artichoke dip stuffed wing. Get out of town! <laughs> yes. Stop it! Yes. This, is, this, yes. is, this is too much. Yes. This is too much. All right, one last yes. recipe yes. because... One you, of my favorite dips. Since you hail from the great state of Canada... We'd be remiss if we didn't talk about your spicy maple. Do what? The state of Canada. The state of Canada. Yes. <laughs> uh, the the country of Canada. <laughs> no, 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 it's, it's, it's state. You, but no, uh, your spicy maple chipotle wings. Uh, maple know. bacon too, right? Yes. Oh no, those are two different oh, ones. Yeah, there was bacon crumbles. There was bacon on top of that too. Well, did, uh, tell me about it. I want to know. Break it down, girl. So I just made a sauce, just combined some maple syrup, some chipotle sauce, just mix it all up, toss the wings, smoke the bacon while I was grilling my wings, and then crumbled it and topped it. And it was an O Canada wing. I like that. A. (laughs) That sounds fantastic. Paula, before we get you out of here today, we have a little tradition on here. And so we would love to run through some rapid fire questions. Uh, are you ready for that? I'm ready. Let's go. All right, let's go. 
Drums or flats? Flats. Smoked or fried? Smoked. Dry rub or sauce? Dry rub. Now this one we've already hit on quite a bit and you had an excellent answer. Final internal temperature. 190 Fahrenheit. Go. And now this one uh, may be a suggestion for your next Wing Wednesday. Uh, Would you try Joel's famous wing recipe? It is 225 degrees for 10 minutes for a nice, cool, medium rare. No. (laughs) (laughs) The appropriate answer. <laughs> Screw you guys! All right, I'm, I'm never gonna live it down. This is yeah, this is like the wing slash roast Joel show. Right. Paula, thank you so much for coming on. We're really looking forward to see uh, what you drop next Wednesday. Yeah, let us know how to find you on Instagram. Thank you for having me. Uh, I am at at Queen of the Grill. All right, any other places that you want to throw out there? Uh, I'm on TikTok, recently joined. I think I've been on there just over a month. So same handle at Queen of the Grill. Awesome. Right on. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Everybody check out that page. If you want to see some badass, crazy ass wing recipes, go check out Queen of the Grill, our Canadian friend. Thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for having me on. No problem. We'll see you. Thanks, Paula. Thanks. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Queen of the Grill, everybody. Yeah. I could have talked to her forever on these. Um, I get lost in her page. Yeah. Like I want You can just scroll through her page and the most ridiculous thing she turns into like something that looks really good on Wayne. I'm starving Crazy. now, just like scrolling I'm, through her page. I'm sorry though. I can't get with the Big Mac wing. I can't get oh, no, on that. I, I try it. I would try it. I just I just it, it, my brain just can't wrap that that the, that's gonna be good. But I would watch you guys try it. Yeah. yeah Jeremy would. wouldn't have any baseline <laughs> Big Mac knowledge to test it against. He wouldn't. He wouldn't at all. Yeah. He had no no foundation to go, yeah, that tastes like a Big Mac or not. She did a Bloody yeah. Mary wing too, which sounded really, really good. Oh, they look good. They I, look oh really, really good. I wanted to talk about it, but I didn't. We were just going through so many. But um, she's got a lot. And, you know, and the, the, the stuffed wing. Um, idea behind that I think is crazy because I mean mm-hmm. to me that that little wing just doesn't have enough room to do that but somehow she gets that stuff encapsulated in there and boom and you know one of the things that we didn't bring up with her was you know I think she was the pioneer of the bacon wrapped Oreo she was that oh. kind of missed some of the credit she's the one oh, that everyone the stole the idea from we yeah. should talk so, about that yeah. maybe we can have like a whole show where we just crap on internet trends and we can bring on like the creators and stuff that sounds great Oh, yeah, no, uplifting no. Show. Yes. <laughs> no credit should have been given there. We all, we all know that the credit should have been given there, but you um, know what? I, I wish we would have asked her about it and got, and got the deets. You know what I mean? Cause everybody else is like, you know, they talk about it. Lou, Lou, he talked about it and mm-hmm. he gave mm-hmm. us his consistency breakdown. I wanted yeah. would like to know Lou how, Kittrell, how yeah. she liked it. But what we've learned from, you know, from having Paula on was like the possibilities are endless. Like just think of the wing almost kind of like our butter episode. Think of the butter or think of the wing as the carrier and, you know these mashups you can really just go crazy with them and you know the flavor profiles are going to be good because what doesn't go good with chicken yeah 100 percent. yeah so all right well let's take a break that was that was fun let's take a break and on the other side we're gonna dive right into your regular segments with jeremy's rapid fire questions the real one and yours truly's reload recommends we'll see you on the other side 
Welcome back, everyone. We're going to jump right into rapid fire question. Today, let's do Stacy, Matt, Joel. Ooh, nice. All right. First question How disappointed are you that Joel Exotic did not? <laughs> get a presidential pardon. I'm a little dis- I'm disappointed because like from what I heard he had a limo, makeup and wardrobe all waiting for him and I truly think he believed it was going to happen. And if it didn't Ready happen, Trump was his only his only hope. So he's he's stuck. Matt, I, I'm very disappointed. I feel like he probably deserved a pardon more than some of the people that got him. So <laughs> I oh, wish yeah. I wish I could have seen him out and about. I, I, that would have been a good and one. And it's the only what is the only way to get Tiger King season 2. Yeah. Cool. Listen up, y'all. It's Cheers, Joel Exotic, and I think it's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> no, it was. It was It was bullshit, dude. Like, Lil Wayne getting a pardon and Joe Exotic not getting a pardon is as some bullshit. At least Joe Exotic brought some real value to our lives. <laughs> well, at least we know Carol Baskin is happy. Yes, yeah. that's good. There you go. There's silver lining. Next question, guys. True or false? The naked man fears no pickpocket. Crazy. <laughs> True. Uh, you don't need to fear a pickpocket if you have no pockets to pick. So true. I said naked. I don't mean he doesn't have any pockets. <laughs> oh. That is a false. <laughs> He's always got one pocket he can't keep an eye on. <laughs> <laughs> that one in the back. All right, Stacy. What is Bigfoot called in Europe? <laughs> Come on. Uh... I have no idea. See, she, uh, she needs the booze, dude. She's not <laughs> snappy enough. <laughs> Matt. Uh, Bigfoot. That's a universal Joel? a universal term. Is it, though? Joel? Yeah, it is a, a Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, the correct answer was Big Meter. Um, you know, we use the English system over here. They use metric, so. Oh, oh shit. All right, next one, guys. Have you ever noticed how many towns are named after their water towers? Stacy. <laughs> I don't know. Don't I've know. never noticed. Matt? I've never thought in that. Yeah, that's hilarious. No, I've never noticed, but now I'll <laughs> notice every time I see a town name on a water tower. A town named after the water tower. Yeah. 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 Smallville. Joel. Smallville. Yeah. Yeah. Named after the water tower. Yep. <laughs> All right, guys. And now we're at our name that movie question of the week. Woo. Yeah, I love these. A couple with an inordinate number of children use their special talents to find their kid after they are kidnapped by a mass murderer who aims to wear their skin. Stacy. 101 Dalmatians. That's it. Oh, <laughs> I was going like the Incredibles. No, anyways, <laughs> the Incredibles. <laughs> the skin went through that. Uh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> oh man, those were always a good. Time. Now, if I had been drinking, I probably wouldn't have gotten that. Oh, good. see, you're on it. I know. What is your favorite breakfast meat, Stacy? That would be bacon. Matt. Uh, bacon, but a, a close second are those maple sausage links from Haltman. Oh, those are like crap. Yeah. Cool. Ham. Thick cut country ham. Mm, nice. Oh, like a little carver ham fried up in a pan? Yes, please. Very good. Is volleyball just an intense game of don't let the balloon touch the floor? <laughs> I think it is. It sure is. I feel like it's I'm playing volleyball speed. when I play that with the kids. There you go. Yeah, Matt. yeah. I've never thought of it that way, but you're right. Very good. Cool. Sure. Yeah. Sure. 
character. Gosh, you guys are giving me these real deep answers. Uh, week, man, <laughs> just killing it. Would you rather have a mullet or a ponytail? Uh, asking because I'm growing my hair out. Stacy. I would prefer a ponytail as I am a female, but if I am, are you asking what I prefer on you? Because then that answer no, no, would be mullet. No, 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 just on your on yourself. On your body. Okay, a ponytail. Pony, Matt. Why not both? A mullet that you can put in a ponytail whenever you want to. Ooh. I know, but that takes out takes out the fun of it, you know. Yeah. So I'm gonna say both. Both the same. Got it. No. Nope. Solid mullet, man. Hardcore, straight up Billy Cyrus ass mullet. Shaved sides. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like business in the front, party in the back. Mm-hmm. Just like that naked man with no pockets. Yeah. Don't and that over. brings us to the final question of the week: Are Reload Rubs the greatest seasonings of all time, Stacy? Uh, yes, they sure are. Come on. <laughs> yes, I'm of first. course. I didn't have time to think. Joel. Let's kind of back party get messy. They do. And with that, I'm going to toss it over to you, Joel. All right. With that segue, it's time now for that favorite segment, Reload Recommends, or we recommend things that we think are badass and awesome. So with that being said, let's jump into Reload Recommendations. Recommendations for Reload. Yeah, baby. So, guys. I'm excited about this one. Let's get into it right now. We're going to start off things with Matt. We're going to go to Stacy, Jeremy, and then we're going to round things out with yours truly. So, Matt, give it to us, buddy. All right. So, this week for Matt's music, I have Oogla. Oogla. What? It's O-O-L-G-A. Ulga, Oklahoma-based singer-songwriter Zach Bryan. So Zach's become a little bit of an underground sensation, especially in the online community. Uh, once you hear him, you'll see why. So from his 2020 EP called Quiet Heavy Dreams, this is a raw and honest song called Crooked Teeth. Your crooked teeth are floating and my lady's resting fine Seven miles out of Bismarck next to Black and Royal Line I laid her down so softly and so kindly reassured Love it ain't containment, it's easy, it can't be So, uh, besides the song being a total jam, I really just appreciate the sound of the recording. It's like uh, he got started kind of just in a closet uh, with like his own production equipment, and he's sort of maintained that raw sound even as he's continued to grow and you nice. know uh, bigger production opportunities. So, I like the sound of the music. I really like this EP. Again, it's called Quiet Heavy Dreams. Be sure to check it out on Spotify, or just go check out the Reload Recommends pot, uh, on Spotify, and you can find it there as well. Hell yeah. Matt, you always bring in the hitters, baby. Stacy, what you got, girl? I am actually recommending something that pairs with our discussion today. Um, you know, we I always talk about how I love Hoff sauce as a hot sauce. And I love hot sauces. Um, but another one that I am absolutely obsessed with is Hank Sauce. Um, it's hanksauce.com. They have different flavors. The camouflage one, though, is so amazing. We actually just bought a case of it Um love it it's it's great on wings it's great on eggs everything eggs eggs so check them out hank sauce yeah that is it's good stuff man it's a very flavorful hot sauce jeremy talk to me buddy all right guys i got something to, something to recommend this week that we've we've talked that about at length before 
And when I'm picking my recommends for the week, I'm usually looking back over my week and I'm like, what's something that stood out? What's something I couldn't have made it through the week without? And on this carnivore diet, um, it's Topo Chico's. I'm drinking like over a case a week of these things. They're really like the only thing that's like not like a heavy, dense, like fatty meat that I can have. The only like refreshing thing. And they are fantastic. I'm drinking at least two a day, sometimes three. So that is my recommendation. Go out, get yourself a case of Topos and just enjoy life, guys. Do you think it's the carbonation that's the the biggest part of that? Yeah, those are uber it's like a bubbly something freshness on your tongue that has like a little spicy. It, it's just different than everything else I'm allowed to have on it. It's not heavy and, you know, um, that deep fatty flavor to it. It's just super light. Very, very refreshing. Right on, right on. Well, my recommendation for this week is, and I didn't, I made the mistake of not researching if it was nationwide or not, but it's by Sugarlands Distilling Company and it is a rye whiskey called Roaming Man. And oh, yeah. it, they oh, make, yeah. yeah, this thing is amazing. It is so delicious. It is like, I don't want to open it because it's a little tiny, you know, 375 or whatnot, but I don't um, think it's that. Even, so I don't, it? It's pretty small. It's, it's tiny, man. Yeah, it's a 375. But it's so tasty. Um, when these things come out, they're gone. Um, you can sign up for one of their clubs. Like their whiskey clubs. Whiskey clubs, and you, you get preferred buying power. Um, you get up to four, I think. Okay. and Which I haven't done yet, which I need to do. Um, but it's Roaming Man Tennessee Straight Rye Whiskey Cask Strength. It's 113.8 proof, and it is so full of flavor and so delicious. If you can get your hands on a bottle of this... Do it. I highly recommend it. So, that's the end of the podcast. No, it's not. We have... Oh, yeah. Freaking A. I, I almost forget this every single time. But, you didn't even let me transition. I could have transitioned that really well. It's the end of the podcast. And it's time for Jeremy's French Word of the Day. All right, everyone. Welcome to the FWOD. We are going to jump into a word that is very common in French cooking. Mirepoix. Uh, This is something that is the base of many, many sauces, many dishes, and it is carrot, celery, and onion diced up and sauteed over a low heat in a fat, kind of like butter, and then you soften them. You don't brown them. And this is the base of very, very many dishes inside of French cooking. So they have a word for that entire process, merpois, and uh, it's very common across different cooking methods. Um, In Italian, a sofrito is the same exact thing, the same vegetables. Um, carrots, celery, and onions, but then uh, slowly cooked in olive oil. Um, down south, they have a thing called the Holy Trinity, which is the exact same thing, but it is celery, onions, and bell peppers, and that is the the uh, basis of a lot of Cajun cuisine. Uh, so this is something that goes a lot of, across a lot of different cultures, but it started with the French Merpois. And the Cajuns are, you know, kind of probably French you yep. know, culture yep. anyways. And what yeah, goes so good with wings, but celery and carrots. Yeah. Sure, yeah. yeah. That's exactly why I picked it. Not because it's like a super common word in French. <laughs> Mir- Mirepoix, not nearly as fun to say, uh, but I'll, <laughs> uh, I'll accept it. Can we all say it together? Yeah, well, let's all say it together. Ready? Which one? What are we saying? Mirepoix. Three, two, oh. one. Mirepoix. Well, you cook your hey, mirepoix hey. in bleh, so <laughs> that helps. Hey, real quick, Joel, I want to hear you attempt to spell mirepoix. <laughs> Asshole. Okay. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. It's one word. Oh, it is? Okay. Uh, mir- mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. Mirepoix. M. 
I R P U A. I think this should be a recurring thing where Joel <laughs> takes to spell it. Mirepoix. Yeah. Uh, M-I-E-R-P-O-I-X. That's close. Mirepoix. Fuck you, that's close. Yes. <laughs> nice close on there, left a few hours. Close on you. Oh, all right. Okay, wrap us and up. And that is our F1. <laughs> so that was the French word of the week segment. And um, thank you, Matt, for throwing me under the bus. Now. Every week. <laughs> we, every week yeah we love you guys thank you all so much for listening to that reload podcast if you're listening right now hit that subscribe button do it do it right now that way you can listen to that reload podcast anytime anywhere we love you guys we'll see you on the next show see you next tuesday this podcast is brought to you by reload rub and seasoning Head to ReloadRub.com to pick up the full arsenal of our delicious blends, perfect for amping up your next meal. No MSG, clean ingredients, and a portion of every sale is donated to Hungry Heroes, serving those who serve others. So head over to ReloadRub.com and order yours today. We are winners. Skipping over Dram January. Are you? I was gonna say, are you gonna blow Matt off again? Because uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't posted again since last. <laughs> no. I feel really bad about it. Hey, you've reached Derek Wolf. Are you kidding? I'm unable to answer my phone right now, but please leave your name and number, and happening? I'll call you back as soon as I can. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Derek, this is Joel with That Reload Podcast. Just letting you know this is a big bunch of bullshit that you were scheduled to be on our show and not answering your phone. So we'll try you back later. <laughs> oh, my God. Just call him back. Call him. Call him right now. Hey, <laughs> my God. <laughs> <laughs>